Welcome to HXGN Radio. This is your host, Veronica Miller. As our cities grow, we must develop technology that supports modern urban development. Now more than ever, it's crucial to understand the role geospatial technologies play in the development of smart cities, especially in developing nations. With the emerging urban sector in India, there has been a huge demand for geospatial technologies that can support various types of urban development projects. In today's episodes, we are talking to Atanu Sinha, who's County Director at Intergraph SNI India, about these developing geospatial opportunities and market trends in India. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. Now let's discuss the geospatial technologies and their scope in the various programs you have in India. Um, India is a growth market. We all know that. And you, the introduction says it's quite clearly that one of the most potential market which is which is fertile to look for newer things to happen in the geospatial arena. So we have government-backed programs, which are like smart city programs, 100 smart city programs, Digital India. Then we have uh, Urban Renewal Mission, which are critical in terms of how we are looking at the overall development of India as a power, which supports the infrastructure with the economic growth. Uh, while we do all this, one of the critical fun- critical technology that has come and that has come in the forefront in various projects of this is the geospatial technology. Uh, what happens is the geospatial technology gives a complete common operational picture to the various silos of information that you have at the back end. When I say silos of information, uh, I say that you may have some kind of a road project which has got construction linked payment plans. You have some design aspect to it. You have some monitoring uh, things that are going on. What GIS does or geospatial technologies bring in those silos of information into one operational common picture which gives you right from planning to operations and construction. So uh, I think for any successful project to be executed, monitored, uh, geospatial technology is key. And India has braced this technology quite well. Uh, in fact, all their programs now say geospatial technology as part of their implementation. Absolutely. And how do these projects help in the development of the urban sector of India? Uh, as I said, it's 100 smart cities. So what we have done is that now we have selected about 20 smart cities in India uh, mm-hmm. as the first phase of implementation. And in those, we have selected a pilot area and where we are going ahead and doing the implementation. Uh, while smart city is just a big, large framework, it allows you to develop every aspect of city, whether it is the utilities, uh, mm-hmm. including the distribution, power distribution, sewer, things like that, to road infrastructure, road network, to housing, housing plans, development of housing, to commercial establishments, including mass rapid transport systems, mm-hmm. which, which, which is like you know your complete bus networks, metro networks, and things like that. It allows you for an overall development and spread of the city, which is not going to congest one particular locality of the city, but it allows you to have a complete planning for a plan which is like 30 years down the line with the influx of so many rural population into urban. Because the pressure today is on the urban side, Mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of people are moving from the rural side to urban because that's where the job opportunities are. That's where the demands are. And I think all this allows you to, you know, kind of be there to take the load of next 30, 20, 30 years. And geospatial technologies, it just not gives you what it was. 
but mm. what it will be. It allows you to plan for next 20, 30 years. And I think that's the key structure that we are looking at in all these projects, so that you plan not for today, but for the future, right? And uh, from a standpoint, what we are looking at a geospatial technology, we see a definite growth coming out. That growth is definitely in double-digit numbers. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, while we have spoken about what geospatial technology does, but does the government uh, is, is kind of supporting this technology or space mm -hmm. technology? Yes. The whole framework of government of India says that space technology should be part of every project, and especially the smart cities project. So we have a framework which says that space technology becomes part of every implementation right from municipal authorities mm -hmm. to the development authorities to the town and country planning organizations. And so as you mentioned, um, there's some government-supported policies, um, government-supported initiatives, um, such as promoting more space technology being used in, in these projects. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about additional government-supported initiatives? Okay, uh, yes. Uh, so uh, in terms of what has happened is that as part of uh, the geospatial technology coming in forefront, uh, government is coming out with geospatial policy framework, including geospatial bill, which mm -hmm. is critical for the success of every project. Because today what we had is discrete uh, bills or discrete policies mm -hmm. for something for satellite imagery, something for maps, something for UAVs, something for aerial photographs and things like that. So they're trying to create a complete unified framework which will give a kind of a single window approach mm -hmm. for every geospatial technologies to be implemented, including what should be the format so that there is no problem with te within technologies to go ahead and ingest data from different platforms right, mm -hmm. uh, which makes it more inter-exchangeable format, right. So while all these are being done, uh, the government is also very clear that we need to be enacted through a bill mm -hmm. to be implementation. And I suppose that's the positive step we are looking from the government standpoint. Uh, with saying that, uh, what happens is we have two critical organizations called Department of Space and uh, Department of Defense. Mm -hmm. These are critical for any space technologies to be implemented. Why Department of Defense will look at the the external boundaries of the country. Department of Space will look at the internal know-hows of the of the whole Earth that that we have. Right. Mm -hmm. So what what means that what it is today and what it will be and what the changes has ho happened over the time. Department of Space is monitoring that through its own uh, imaging program, mm -hmm. and they are giving access to that data through their portal called Bhuvan to the general public. So mm -hmm. it's coming down to a level where we are, citizen-centric services are also being enabled. And how are you extending, you, you had mentioned before with the move from rural areas into cities, how are you extending your reach into the rural areas that need that geospatial technology? Sure. Uh, one of the key programs under uh, Government of India is uh, Digital India. So mm -hmm. Digital India says, and the idea of Digital India is to connect every rural area, every village in India to the main infrastructure of IT, which means that one of the programs under Digital India is um, Land Records Modernization Project, which is, mm -hmm. that means every single plot, every piece of land will get plotted, digitized, 
into a central database, which is critical for every single person who owns that land, where mm -hmm. there's an agriculture that happening, if there's a development that needs to be done in that particular rural area. So there are various programs within Digital India which supports whole rural uh, base to come to the forefront and embrace this technology development, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's how we're looking at India uh, to penetrate into the rural market. And do you have any examples of this initiative? Yep. So uh, one of the, uh, the other thing is that I suppose the key rural area is completely dependent on the agricultural income. Absolutely. Right? Uh, when we say agricultural income, there needs to be program support uh, for the agricultural population, which mm -hmm. is dependent on the income from the agriculture. What we have is different programs called there's insurance, agriculture insurance, because we get hit by floods and droughts and things like that. Right. Uh, uh, we have seen some spurt of uh, suicides within India uh, related to uh, agricultural population there. Mm -hmm. But that's being controlled through these programs, mm -hmm. one. Second, uh, as far as the marketplace is concerned, we need to set up a marketplace for the agricultural produce that we have. That means it should not be exploited by people in the middle who can buy things for any value. Mm -hmm. the, the producers would get the right value of the agriculture produce that they are doing. What we are doing is setting up marketplaces in these rural areas, which goes out and they can sell to these marketplaces and get better income mm -hmm. because these produce are good. Like some, one of the production that we do is basmati. I don't know whether you know this rice. Mm -hmm. It has got about 50 to 60% market, which is okay. export and you get good value out of it, mm -hmm. right? We need to bring down the level of transparency to that level to give them a better income. I think that's the support that all these programs are trying to do. Now with these initiatives and the amount of data being created, it's imperative to choose who manages and who collects this data correctly. In that context, how do you see the Geospatial Information Regulation Bill? Good question. Uh, look. Uh, it starts with it starts with this integrity sovereignty of the country mm -hmm. and security of the country so these are the three key aspects of the of for any country so obviously what the geospatial regulation bill wants to do is to ensure that the integrity security and the sovereignty of the country is not compromised mm -hmm. while doing and implementing this there are certain regulations that has come through or certain points which has come through which says that we are bringing back uh, uh, the licensing model of any geospatial data is that being created. Mm -hmm. Which means that if you look at from a standpoint of implementation, all these programs will have, will create a lot of geospatial data which needs to be available to every citizen-centric services to make it a successful program. But if you have to go back and whenever you're creating a new data and go back and apply for licensing, I think you are bringing in too much of uncertainty to these programs to be implemented on a time-bound manner and efficient manner. Because what you have to do is whenever you're collecting new data or creating new data, mm -hmm. you have to go back to the government regulators to come back and say that, look, hey, I have got this new data. Similarly, to that extent, we, we use, today we use everything which is mobile-based and location-based. All those location-based services may take a hit, provided mm -hmm. if we do not try to say that these are the things which are possible and should be available on public, and these are the things which need to be regulated. We need to have a diff 
very clear definition of mm -hmm. what can be there in the public domain and what can be there in the private domain or regulated domain. Uh, if that is not there, then I think we need to revisit the whole geospatial uh, policy framework as well as the regulation bill. It's an exciting and important time for geospatial initiatives in India. Thank you so much for coming in today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, Veronica. To our listeners, you can learn more about India geospatial market trends at hexagongeospatial.com. Tune into more episodes from HXGN Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening. Thank you.